New, new, new black, new, new black Wall Street book club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and we'll never give it up. <laughs> Literature is for the masses. Where to put your money down the how to watch your assets. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New Black Wall Street Book Club. You should come read with come us. Read with us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. Yeah. If we all just come together, there's no limit for there's us. No limit for us. <laughs> Here comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club. Welcome to the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. If you put it in a book, we absolutely will find it. I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises, ERGJ Black Bazaar, and international best selling author of the book. The Black Billionaires Club. It's a study of black wealth. It's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth. And I just believe that if you want to be wealthy, you should study wealthy people. We can find that book by going to the website www.theblackbillionairesclub.com www.theblackbillionairesclub.com You'll find that link in the description above or below. In today's episode of the New Black Wall Street Book Club, we continue along in our journey into the book, What Makes the Great Great? Strategies for Extraordinary Achievement by Mr. Dennis P. Kimbrough. What Makes the Great Great? Strategies for Extraordinary Achievement by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. Hey, I am uh, super excited this morning to be able to bring some great content for you guys as well. We're going to be talking about the seven uh, tips to help you uh, develop your integrity. So this is a, 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 a continuation from yesterday. Man, we got seven powerful tips to, to help you to develop your integrity. Uh, while you guys are connecting, man, go ahead and let us know where you're connecting from, what city, what state. Go ahead and drop your city, what state. Rep your city. In the comments below, we're broadcasting right here, Facebook Live, uh, and also YouTube Live as well. So I'm not quite sure where you might be connecting with us from, but love to know what state. We want to know how far our reach is, what city, what state you are representing here today. We're going to be going through two books. First, we're going to have our motivation of the day to get us started, an affirmation, our quote of the day, and our motivation. And then we're going to head right into uh, our complete text. But before we do that, I actually want to talk a little bit about this thing called integrity. Let me guys ask you guys a question. Um, one second to help develop integrity. Let me ask you this a question, guys. Um, here's what I found: that uh, uh, the, the 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 at the end of the day, the most important person that at some point in your life you must be honest with is yourself. And, and when I say that. Uh, you know, I was actually having a conversation with a brother uh, earlier this morning, and I was saying to him, I said, man, you talk a good job. I mean, you've been talking and talking and talking. Well, when are you going to honor your word to yourself? Uh, when are you going to actually complete uh, these things that's been in your mind that you've been talking about, that you've been wanting, that you've been desiring? When are you going to actually execute? When are you going to finish? When are you going to work on? When are you going to put some effort into? And that's my same question this morning. Because I said, I, might, I don't even know how much of the book I'm going to get into. Because it was like, okay, uh, how, when, are, when are you and I going to make our ideas a priority? So, so much so 
that we actually put some effort into those ideas each and every day. And it's not that you have to do it all in one day. Why not give it five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of your time? I mean, it's 24 hours in a day. When are you gonna put some energy, some effort, some time into these things that are that God has given you in order to make manifest here in the world? Uh, it seems to me that the good Lord is trying to manifest greatness through you, but yet you won't give it any time. Now you recognize that something great is coming through you because at least you can talk about it. Man, I got this great idea last night. Oh man, I can't wait. It's going to happen at some point in time. No, that's not how things work. I just want to let you know that this morning. It's not that things are going to happen. Guess what happens, folks? We, The people that make it in this world, they make it happen. Everybody putting God's on make it happen. They make it happen. And they're not waiting on some mythical day for something to happen. And then all of a sudden, yes, my dreams finally came true. No, we make it happen. That's the difference. I get so much more done because I make it happen. Period. People call me because they know I execute. I don't just think. I just don't talk. How many guys are going into the office today and you realize everybody at the office, all they do is have meetings about meetings. About meetings. It's like, my goodness, can we get something done? I'm telling you that your dream, that your idea, that your the manifestation of this greatness that's ready to come out of you is waiting for you to make it happen. It's waiting for you to put in the effort. It's waiting for you to give it some of your time. It's waiting for you. You're not waiting for it. It's waiting for you. All this time. How much time? How long has it been that you've had this idea that has been lingering? Matter of fact, it's abiding. It's dwelled in you. How long has it been that you've been saying, one day, one day I'm going to get to it. And then one day, and then it becomes a week, then it becomes a month, then it becomes a year, then it becomes years that you've been talking about this wonderful, great idea that could change the world, definitely can change your world. How long has it been? Now, you've been telling yourself you're going to do it. But because you haven't done it, guess what you've really been doing? You've been lying to yourself. And that's why we got to talk about developing integrity, being honest with ourselves. Hey, it's okay to say, you know what? I'm just not going to work on it right now. It's not a big priority of mine. I mean, if you're not going to work on it, stop talking about it. Is today the day that you're going to put, you're going to make your idea, you're going to make your dream, you're going to make your goal a priority for you. It's not going to become a priority for other people if it doesn't become a priority for you. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, it, it just, it, it, it's, it's, it, I understand it. It's just mind boggling to see people continue to live the same life because they won't give their own God given ideas and dreams and aspirations and goals. They won't get, make it a priority. Make everything else a priority in your life other than the things that God Himself is giving you to do and, and I'm telling you I'm, I'm just so thankful that God didn't, didn't take the idea and make it let's say you know, pass it on to somebody else that it's still there that I can still do something with it I'm glad that he's patient with me 
in my procrastination, because I'm telling you, I'm not going to be patient with your procrastination. You can procrastinate all you want on your dreams and your goals and your, your ideas. I'm going to keep moving forward with making mine happen. Brandon Grant said, man, today is the day I make it happen. Everybody putting on so make it happen. It, you got to make it happen, Captain. You, you, you know, how do you buy it? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You don't have to do it all at the same time. And that might be the thing. You might be looking at this big dream like, man, it's so big. I mean, my goodness, I can't even fathom what it's going to look like when I'm running that big corporation or when I got this and that, this and that. It might be so big and so huge that it, it scares you. You got the Gideon complex. But all it requires is for you to take one step and then another step. How do they build the pyramids one brick at a time? Brick after brick or stone after stone or whatever it is. I don't even know how the hell they build the pyramids for real. I mean, what the hell happened back in the, in the BC days or whenever it was done? How did they make that happen? Because I don't even think we can build a pyramid now. <laughs> so don't be, don't, don't be fearful of the big ending. Because that's the end. That's the that's the realization. That's the culmination. That's 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 like when the show goes off and you get the applause. Uh, don't look at the climax. You, you really have to get the whole story, and that's the journey. The journey. The journey. See, success is really found in the journey. Not when you finish the journey. When you finish the journey, you're like, oh, that's done. It was easier than I thought. Time for the next thing. So now you're on to the next challenge. And now you start finding success in that new journey. So, so you don't find success at the end. You find the success, you find success in the doing or in the becoming. It's not at the end. When it's over, it's over. You're like, hey, I. I, I mean, it's. I mean, how many guys have had something in your life that you thought was like a huge thing? I mean, when you first came across it, or you first started it, you started a new job, you started a new journey, whatever. You started to play basketball, you, ride the bike, whatever. It, you, it was such a big task. You was just like, man, this is huge. You started. You drove your first time. You drove. You took the test, or you you drove for the first time, or whatever. You thought it was a big thing. It was huge. Then you, then you, then you got in the car for the first time. You got behind the wheel with your mom and your dad or your aunt, your uncle, or somebody next to you, and they were trying to teach you, you know, kind of guide you along the way. And, and, and then you put your foot on the pedal, and then the car moved, and you kind of jumped back. So, oh, I ain't ready for this yet. How many guys remember the first time you drove? Right? You thought it was a big deal. Like all of the big people, all the adults are driving. One day I want to drive. And this is my first time behind the wheel. The car moved. And now we're doing a little herky jerk in the car, right? Brake gas, brake gas. Because why? Because you're uncomfortable. That's natural for you to be uncomfortable with your big dream. It's meant to be that way. Why? Because if you're uncomfortable, the uncomfortableness of this big dream. The un being uncomfortable is actually meaning that you're growing. You're moving to another level. Y you're at the same level when you're comfortable. And there's nothing challenging you to make you grow bigger, or stronger, wiser, get better, anything like that. 
So if it's comfortable, it normally means that that's something that you have already conquered. It's uncomfortable when you're conquering something new. How many of you guys are saying, you know what? I am conquering today. I'm, I'm conquering. Uh, this is my domain. I, 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 I have dominion in my empire. I'm conquering today. So there's a reason why it's uncomfortable. That just means you're growing. You're learning something new. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to learn new stuff. <laughs> Woo! You got to make it happen. And here's the thing. If you don't make it happen, what's going, what you're going, to, what's going to end up happening is you're going to watch someone else make it happen. And when you're watching someone else make it happen, or something that you knew you should have made happen, now you have this sense of what they call regret or guilt. It puts you into a whole nother state of, uh, uh, of psychology. You're like, man, look what they made happen. Man, I should have made that happen. Now you start to have a little thing, this thing called regret. And I tell you, you don't want to, you don't have a life that you're living and it being regret of all the stuff that you could have, you would have, could have, should have done, but you didn't. I could have did it, but I didn't. I should have did it, but I didn't. Yeah, do you want, at the end of the day, at the end of your life, I'm pretty sure on your epitaph, and you don't want to, you don't want your family and friends to be real honest and say, you know what, here's a man or woman who could have done a whole bunch of other stuff, but they didn't. That be on your epitaph. That be the that what they have to say about you at your funeral. Because you know sometimes they be lying at the funeral. By the way, but I'm just saying. Yeah, he could have, but he had so much potential. I mean, the the whole world could have been in his hands. He could have done it. She could have done it. They should have done it, but they didn't. Now, let's take this a step further. I want you to think about something in your life that you realize you could have done it. You realize that you should have done it, but you didn't do it. What happened? What did that leave you? Were you left out? Could you not go? Were you not accounted for? Because of something that you could have done, you had the ability to do it. You should have done it. You know your conscience said, go ahead and make it happen. But you didn't do it. You just chose not to. You missed out on the fun. You didn't get the reward. You didn't get paid. I mean, think about some of the stuff that's happened in your life that you could have done. You should have done. But you didn't. that you have people in your life who you allow to be caringly, lovingly honest with you and tell you, you know what, you're not really giving it your all. You know what, you, you know, you, you half-stepping. 
I, you know, you know, I, I see so much more, and, and there's so much more that could be done. But, but for some reason, you just, you know, you're letting, you, you, you're too tired today. It's always some excuse. I, I mean, how many people? You got some people in your life who will tell you, you messing up. Who will tell you, you know what? You, you, you better than that. Who will come into your life and really be lovingly honest with you? And they won't accept mediocre. They won't accept lazy. They won't accept nothing less than your best. Do you got somebody in your life like that? Who you can't just fool with your words? Who is not easily fooled and you just can't really just convolute them like you can do all these uh, you know other people that you can just kind of tell them they, oh that's okay baby no, no this is a person or people in your life they're like nah baby I, I mean I hear what you're saying but that's that bullshit people they like say nah I'm not I'm not I'm not accepting that your bull today You've been you've been casting it out long enough. Let's it's time for us to be more responsible. It's time for us to make it happen. I'm so glad I got people in my life who tell me when I'm when I when I get to that place where I just want to you know what I'm saying I want to feed some some BS out there. I want to put it out there. I mean I think we all go through that every now and then. I mean, you know, you know, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I mean, we are adults now. I mean, I wish I could go back to being a kid. I ain't have responsibility. I mean, my goodness. quick word from our sponsor. Daily Motivation for African American Success by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. Daily Motivation for African American Success. Today is July 25th and I'm and you and we are still here. Thank God. I mean, thank God, he done gave us another opportunity. I mean, we got another opportunity right here, this day, right now, to make it happen. Here's our title of the day. Better Homes and Gardens. Better Homes and Gardens. This is coming out of the book, Daily Motivation for African American Success by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. Daily Motivations for African-American Success by Mrs. Dennis Kimbrough. Better Homes and Gardens. Our passage or our quote of the day is from Barbara King, pastor of Hillside International Truth Center, who says this, and I quote, There's only one source, the Spirit of God. There's no need to search any further. There's only one source, the Spirit of God. There's no need to search any further. And here's today's uh, quick motivational passage. Let's read. Philosophers and wise men and poets are nearly unanimous in their conclusion that the ultimate goal of life is to be happy. I just want to be happy. Yet, happiness for most of humanity 
is a butterfly that, when pursued, is always just beyond our grasp. Why? What is there about happiness, which is free to all, that makes it so rare? Success and happiness are often coupled as goals, and if the attainment of the first automatically guarantees the second, not so. All of us know successful individuals who are miserable. I know a man who thought he would be happy if he accumulated $100,000 by his 40th birthday. This he did, rather easily. He then set a goal to become a millionaire several years later. That he did also. Was he happy? Not in the least. He couldn't rest. He wanted more and more. It seems as if we are all seeking better food and better clothes, better cars, better homes, and better gardens. Perhaps the ultimate goal of life itself is the testing of the human spirit, uh, to develop it into something better. The ultimate success of the individual then is not to be found in the material results of his labors, for entire civilizations have been buried in the sands and dust of antiquity chasing their elusive goal. Success can only be found in the human spirit itself. Each of us has been entrusted with a fragment of that human essence to spark our own existence from birth to death. It's not what you have in your wallet that makes you special. It's what you have in your heart. It's not what you have in your wallet that makes you special. It's what you have in your heart. Kings and Queens, my question to you today. What do you have in your heart? See, there's a commercial that talks about what's in your wallet. I think that's Citibank or something like that. That's great. But what's in your heart? It's not what's in your wallet that makes you special. It's what you have in your heart. What's in your heart? There's our affirmation today, billionaires. It's what we want to take into, uh, into our heart and then uh, grow and develop it, take root. And we can grow it by cultivating it, by repeating it over and over again. Here's our affirmation. Repeat after me. I will be rich. When I enrich the life spirit within me. Let's do it again. I will be rich when I enrich the life spirit within me. Let's do it one more time for the people in the back, the people on the way back. This time say it with some conviction. Repeat after me. I will be rich when I enrich the life spirit within me. Daily Motivations for African American Success by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. Better homes, better gardens. Hope you got something out of that. That's what should get us started and be prepared 
um, to really take in and dive into the good message this morning as we talk about the seven steps, the seven steps to develop integrity. As I mentioned to you, one of the most difficult things it seems to be in this world is to get to a place where you as an individual, I as an individual, will simply be honest with myself. It, it, it is one thing to lie to others, which is just, just terrible and bad in itself. But that really stems from people being comfortable with lying to themselves. And then it becomes so comfortable, so, so accepted that it becomes normal. And now we really got a problem because now the normal becomes habitual and all we do is lie to ourselves all day long. That when someone comes to your life and says, you know what, you ain't telling the truth, you're not being honest, now you're offended because you've accepted a normal behavior that is not normal. It's actually abnormal. Now we got a whole bunch of bigger problems, bigger fish to fry. Be honest with yourself. So how to develop integrity? He shares seven tips here in chapter four of the book, What Makes the Great Great by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. What Makes the Great Great? Seven tips to, that will aid you in your development of integrity. We started this on last episode. We'll continue this. And of course, this is a podcast that you can find across all different platforms uh, from Apple to Google to Spotify by simply looking for the New Black Wall Street Book Club. So if you uh, want to catch previous episodes, uh, you want to get something on the go, listen to it while you're working out, whatever the case may be, running and all that stuff. We do have a podcast of these. Uh, 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 we do have a podcast as well. A quick word from our sponsor. Don't just buy black, decorate black. ERGJ Black Bazaar is the Afrocentric marketplace. We specialize in urban home decor. Anything from shower sets to wall tapestries to duvet cover sets. You can decorate your entire home with original black art inspired gifts. Check us out at www.ergjblackbazaar.com www.ergjblackbazaar.com ERGJ Black Bazaar, the Afrocentric marketplace. We make group economics easy. How to develop how to, uh, seven steps to help you aid in your development of your integrity. Number one, always live in truth. Never violate universal laws. Everybody put in counsel, always live in truth. Man, I, I, sure, I sure wish that what we're about to go through right now was given to me when I was in the fifth grade. Always live in truth. Never violate the universal laws. I don't think I ever heard anything about universal laws till I was probably 30 years old. Now you can I can't live without them. Never tell a lie. Refuse to live a lie and refuse to participate in a lie. Number 2. Look for the divinity in mankind. We're breezing through the first two because we, we covered these yesterday. I just want to recap on what we discussed yesterday. Treat everyone the same. Be kind, straightforward, 
and honest with every person you meet. As you operate in truth, you'll come to the realization that each of us is interconnected. We are all one. Everybody put in comments, so we are one. We are all one. Life begins with a progression from self-centeredness to understanding relationships with others. We aren't mature until we have both the ability and the willingness to see ourselves interconnected as one among others. You may deal with others as you wish, but if you understand the law upon which this principle is based, you will know that its application spells success. You can compensate for any shortcomings by stating a simple affirmation. There is only one God, and we are all children of God. There is only one God, and we are all children of God. Now we'll pick up where we left off at yesterday. Number three. So first one, always live in truth. Never violate uh, universal law. Second one, look for the divinity in mankind. Number three. Third tip to help you develop integrity. Never engage in work or vocation that you do not believe that you do not believe in. Never engage in work or a vocation, a job or some type of service that you do not believe in. Never sell or recommend or work with a product or service that you do not believe in or use or that doesn't warrant your trust. Now, some people who violate this, I mean, this, you know, they say, man, if it's going to make me some money, I guess I'll do it. No, I mean, if you don't believe in the product, you don't believe in the service, don't do it. Find something that you believe in. And I think this is a this is a major issue in our in our in our country, in our world. And many people have just settled to find a job and you know in order to you know make ends meet, but they never really look for a career, keyword being care that they actually care about this product or service that they're representing or the company or whatever the case may be. And, and, and because they don't care, now they get to a state where, you know what? I started this, I'm making a little money, but guess what? I'm not happy. Isn't that interesting? In the previous uh, book we read, it said, hey man, you know, I, I know someone made $100,000. They said that when they get to 100000 100, by age 40, they'd be happy. Guess what? They weren't happy. Here's what I found. I used to make, I mean, I was making good money before I left corporate America. Good money. But guess what? I wasn't happy. And guess what was more important to me? Was it the money? No. It was what I considered to be my mission. What was more important to me than the money was the mission. And I found that as I pursued my mission, the money came. And... I had a semblance of happiness. Is it possible that you've chosen some work or some vocation that you don't believe in? You might make some good money, but you are not happy. I, I want you to understand that one of the reasons why you may not be happy is because of the choice that you made. I think it's very silly for people to say, oh, this is a plantation when you actually chose to be on that plantation. It's voluntary plantation for you. It's not, it's not a mandatory. It's not a forceful one. They didn't tell you to go fill out the application. You did that. They didn't tell you to come to the interview. You did that. They didn't tell you to smile and get excited when you got the job. You did that. 
But then a year later, two years later, three years later, because you chose work that you didn't believe in, now you start calling the same thing that you looked at as an opportunity at first, a plantation five years later. Why is that? Because of some choices that you made. So never engage in work or vocation that you do not believe in. Number four. Ah, four. Always decide what's right before you worry about what's possible. Ooh. Always decide what's right before you worry about what's possible. In all your dealings, resolve to do whatever is right regardless of outcome. Never allow money or relationships to cloud your decisions, man. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. I man, I wish, uh, oh, Lord. Never allow money or relationships to cloud your decisions. I probably struggle with that. The money, not so much. Probably the relationships more than the money for me. Allow allow a few relationships to, to cloud my decisions, to cloud my judgment. Money, not so much. Relationships, probably a little bit more for me. So always decide what's right before you worry about what's possible. Number five. This is the fifth step on how to uh, aiding to aid in the development of your integrity. Never look for or expect to get more than you than you put in. Never look for or even expect to get more than what you put in. Never expect something for nothing. Everything has a price. Everybody put in console, everything has a price. Everything has a price. Everything requires an investment of some kind. Never expect easy money. Wealth without working or to get rich quick. So much time, money, and effort are wasted searching for a fast and easy scheme to make a lot of money. It takes years of hard work and discipline to produce financial success. It takes years. Integrity means being willing to pay for full price of success in advance before tasting the fruits of your labor. Let me read this again. Everything has a price. Everything requires an investment of some kind. Never expect easy money. Never expect wealth without working. Or a get-rich-quick scheme. So much time, so much money, so much effort has been wasted. Searching. For a fast, easy scheme to make a lot of money. Think about that for a second. How much time have you wasted in your life looking for something that's going to be easy? My good mentor, Mr. Les Brown, said, man, if you want your life to be easy, do what's hard. But if you want your life to be hard, which is what most people choose, then keep choosing to do easy. If you want your life to be easy, do what's hard. And it's not really hard. It's just simply doing what most people simply won't do. But if you want your life to be hard, then, keep, then do what's easy. Now, how many guys know uh, there's some people in your life that, that you look at their life, you're like, man, you got a hard life, harder than yours. 
And when you look at their life, you look at how they operate, you see the reason why they have a hard life or they're living a hard life is because they keep trying to do all the stuff that's easy. And you look, you be like, no wonder why you're living the way that you're living. No wonder why your life is like this. So never look for or expect to get more than you than you pay than you than what you put in. Number six, or seven steps or seven tips to aid in your development of your integrity. Accept total responsibility for your life. Accept total responsibility for your life. A person of character looks to himself or herself as the cause of his or her life. Everything that happens to you is the result of your own thinking, your own conduct, and your own behavior. The development of integrity, being true to yourself and others, living up to the very best that is within you and settling setting a standard that everyone can follow, these are the giant steps to the development of your full potential as a human being. Resolve now to change those areas of your life that are not consistent with high integrity and greatness of character. Allow peace of mind to be your barometer of what is right and what is wrong. Don't wish for fewer problems. Wish for more skills. Don't, don't wish for fewer challenges. Wish for more wisdom. And don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish for fewer problems. Wish for more skills. Don't wish for fewer challenges. Wish for more wisdom. And don't wish it were easier. Wish that you were better. Accepting total responsibility for your life. And then number seven, guys, on how to develop integrity. Develop your own code of ethics. Develop your own code of, of ethics. We need to realize that the direction of our lives is controlled by the magnetic pull of our own, of our most valuable or most valued principles, which we'll call our ethics. They are the force in front of us, consistently leading us to make decisions that create the direction and ultimate destination of our lives. This is true not only for us as, an, as individuals, but also for the organizations, the institutions, and the companies that we keep. Develop your own code of ethics. So the seven tips, again, uh, to aid in the development of your integrity. Number one, always live in truth. Never violate universal laws. Number two, look for the divinity in mankind. Number three, never engage in work or a vocation that you do not believe in. Number four, always decide what's right before you worry about what's possible. Number five, never look for or expect to get more than you put in. Number six, accept total responsibility for your life. And then number seven, develop your own code of ethics. Demonstrate the highest standard of personal integrity, honest, 
esteem trustworthiness in all social activities and throughout your personal life. D discourage all forms of discrimination, racism, and sexism. Maintain the courage of your convictions, but respect and honor the opinions of others. Accountability. Accept full responsibility for both the failures and the successes in your life. You are accountable to life. Life is not accountable to you. Wisdom. I'm sorry, kindness. Don't criticize, condemn, or complain. It takes character and self-control to be forgiving instead of condemning others. Try to understand them. Wisdom. <clears throat> Seek to take new information each day. Become a sponge for knowledge. It isn't what the book costs, it's what it will cost if you don't read it. Former education will make you a living, but self-education will make you a fortune. Happiness. Happiness is well-lived at life and filled with people of substance. Learn how to be happy with what you have while you pursue all that you want. Learn how to be happy with what you have while you pursue all that you want. I like that too. That's a great. <laughs> that right there. I got to get my trusted highlighter out. Handy dandy highlighter. Appreciation. The measure of mental health is the disposition to find good everywhere. Be generous with kind statements and thank others when they least expect it. Strive. For personal and professional excellence. Whether you stay six weeks, six months, or six years, always leave it better than you found it. Work. Work, which many people call a curse, is really the salvation of the race. The few who are the few who do are the envy of the many who only watch. The few who do are the envy of the many who only watch. Wow. How many guys are, are workers? You realize, you know, every day you get an opportunity to go to work, to, to, to exemplify your talents, to create something or whatever. And you realize, you say, this is this is how I'm going to make it. Uh, by acquiring what I consider to be by acquiring this seed, which would be your paycheck, and then using that seed to then do what? Uh, you know, plant the seed and then make more grow. Yeah, you can do it. Humility. Studying enhanced spiritual progress. Every step towards truth is a step towards progress. Every Lord, I got every step towards truth is a step towards progress. Each day we should seek to find and fulfill God's purpose. Humility is a virtue. Timidity is an illness. Humility, humility is a virtue. Timidity is an illness. Continue in this process until the peace that passes all understanding pervades every area of your life. Seek truth in everything you do. Nothing can match its power. When you stand for truth, you are fully integrated, whole and firm. You can walk amid any darkness and despair, totally protected and assured of safety. You can march into hell for a heavenly cause. When you remain true to integrity, you are aligned with the force of the universe. When you walk with integrity, you walk with God Almighty. 
man, the greatest asset, guys, uh, coming out of chapter four of What Makes the Great Great by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. Uh, uh, yo, the greatest asset. The greatest asset, as is mentioned in this chapter, is integrity. This is the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. If you put in a book, we absolutely will find it. Now, I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, and we invite you to join the Black Billionaires Club. Get connected with brothers and sisters who are serious about winning with money, serious about success, and super serious about helping you to accomplish your goals and to build your dreams. Check out the website at www.theblackbillionairesclub.com, www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. You can find that link in the description above or below. Make a decision to change the rest of your life. We'd ask that you would subscribe and support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes to improve financial literacy within our community and ultimately to help us to build the School of Wealth, to build an institution that will teach the next generation about money. And your small monthly contribution can make all the difference. Well, say, well we want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the New Black Wall Street Book Club. We want you to remember this, that it takes a village. And it starts with us. Let's build as we climb together. We all we got, people. And thank God that that's more than enough. Until next episode, you know what time it is. Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new it's the new Black Wall Street Book Club With your host, Evan Jefferson It's time for us to go Now you ain't gotta leave the computer But we encourage you to get out there And learn and apply All the things you learn at the new Black Wall Street Book Club, Book Club Yeah New Black Wall Street